How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, here we go. It is Cody and Gold on a Thursday. Obviously, going to be a much different type of show today than we were doing yesterday. I mean, we, we had just signed off the air Yesterday, at that point in time, we were laughing and joking around, right? I mean, we, we got off the air, I think, around 150 because of, of the length of the way the commercial breaks were set up. So we got off the air a little early yesterday. It was 150. At that point, we're joking about Travis Kelsey and all, all the, the fun that was coming from the parade. And then how quickly the day shifted for all of us forever in, in Kansas City to one of the worst days in KC history with the tragedy down at Union Station. And so today throughout the show, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines at some point today a little bit, 913-586-7610, and talk this one out as a city, as a show. Obviously, Cody and I have a lot of thoughts on how we saw the day go and the time from when we got off the air to when obviously the, the tragedy occurred and we were seven to ten minute walk away from Union Station. So we fortunately were not down in that particular area, but just how we saw it. Uh, we'll also have a press conference we're going to carry live. The Kansas City Police Department just announced they're going to have another media availability at 1030. So we will carry that live. We're not sure what kind of update we're going to get, whether it's about uh, any sort of conditions of, of victims or it's going to be about the suspects, more information on uh, information that they're seeking. We know they're continuing to ask people for video if they were nearby the area of the shooting and all that. But we will carry that live at 1030. Yeah, it was um, not an easy day after the show we were fortunate, I guess, to be further enough away to do it. But it is a very jarring moment to have that many people text you to ask you if you're okay. Um, I hadn't gone through that. And then I had realized that there were people I had to text to make sure that they were okay. Because in a moment like that, there's a lot of people you know who are at events like that. The people who had already asked you what part of the parade you're at. Uh, co-workers, colleagues um, as well. And then like a lot of people who I knew who were right there. A shocking number of people who I knew were right there. People who worked in this building, friends over long periods of time, and friends who I've made over the last couple of years who were hundreds of, you know, 100 feet less from the incidents that took place. And so, yeah, it makes for a very unfun show today um, because normally this isn't the type of show we like to do for a variety of reasons and unfortunately have to continue to address um, the actions of people down at Union Station that ruined an otherwise, you know, what seemed like was going to be a great day for the city. And it, and it was prior to that. I mean, you and I, when we got on the air at 10 o'clock yesterday, we're on 20th and Grand. It's a gorgeous day at the time in Kansas City. I mean, honestly, like perfect weather. It was, we were, that's what we were talking about. It's great. And kids, you and I were joking, kids were throwing footballs up to the fourth floor of the condominiums across the street and like people are cheering on yeah, the, the guy in the balcony. And so you think about that and kids weren't in school yesterday and to then fast forward to around two o'clock or so, one fifty-five roughly in the afternoon uh, to people fearing for their lives, running, running, literally running for their lives. And we all know at this point, 22 gunshot victims, nine of which are children and police have confirmed one individual has died we know there's at least some reports out there that another individual has, and we'll see if we get, again, at 10.30, an update on, on the condition of, of, of victims that uh, were, were part of this incident. Um, but you're right. I mean, the, the amount of people that were there yesterday that simply were there to have a celebration, something people have been looking forward to, something that we've gotten used to in Kansas City over the last couple of years, and to now have yet another seen another event that we all 
want to go to and then just to have fun with your friends and your family and have another place where an act like this can occur. Just add it to the list. It's another place that it, it occurs, and you can't live in fear. But I, I think we'll talk about it a little bit later, Cody. You have to wonder, what, what does this mean going forward for other events like this? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they could, and I know we'll talk about, like, if this changes how they handle parades, but, I mean, at this point, this is a uniquely American problem in which no real place is safe, and I have to just, I guess, blindly accept that, which I don't want to. I would prefer um, things to be different and for change to occur relative to that rather than just accept the fact, or I guess I'm supposed to, that literally anywhere I go in this world, I could be near or at a mass shooting. That's insane. Now, look, I've been fortunate enough. I've made it 39 years of my life without being all that close to one. Very few people probably in America are given that luxury anymore to have said that. Now, very few people in this city have that luxury to say that because there were a million people down there who were within a few square blocks of what took place yesterday. No, it's in, it honestly even more so than the somber stuff, which I, I certainly felt last night and will continue to feel moving forward. There's almost no doubt about it. The people who are injured, the people who are traumatized, friends of mine who are traumatized by this and will be forever. I, more than any of that, I'm just mad. I'm just mad, mad all night, mad all morning because of those actions forcing me into just being like, well, I guess I just can't go anywhere. Oh, can't go to a baseball game. Might be 30,000 people. Certainly couldn't go to a parade. There's a million people, even more people who could make bad decisions like this and not bad decisions, really life altering, changing decisions for literally hundreds of thousands, millions of people. I'm more mad than anything yesterday as a result of what had taken place because it once again took away the safety. And then I'm just like thankful I didn't take my kids that day. It was a, it was a debate. Then my wife and I were having like, ah, you know, and not because of that. I'm sure that'll be part of the conversation going forward, but because, oh, you know, it's hard. They're little maintaining them in a large crowd and those things can be a challenge. A lot of other people weren't fortunate enough for that. Their kids are going to be traumatized forever as a result of the actions that took place last night. And I hope, I don't know what will happen at 1030. Obviously, we'll get more and more information as time go on. I don't care why they did it. I'm just mad that they did. Sure. I think there is a lot of anger in the city yesterday and, and today. And yet yeah, the, the grief aspect, and I think you, you're correct in mentioning that even those that weren't directly uh, impacted by being one of the, 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 the victims of gunshot wounds, there is an impact that anybody that was there at that time, and certainly if you're talking about children, that everybody has to be cognizant of. I think it's important, you know, we've mentioned on the show, I think we do it every every Friday, right? Our Red Fridays during the season are sponsored by 988, right? And 24 yeah. seven mental health support. I think that's very important. I, I know the city has put out some information on that. I think it's very important today and in the, in the days going forward that people recognize uh, resources that are, that are out there. You know, today, as we said, obviously today's show is going to be way different than any other show we've, we've done. And I, I, I hope you guys um, understand that for obvious reasons. And with that, we will have an opportunity for people to call in the show later today too to, just give their thoughts, whether you were there or not. Because even if you weren't there, it's impacting you in some form or fashion. Whether it's, as Cody said, you know somebody that was there. When you're talking about a million people, you probably knew somebody. But even if you even if you were not there, the the reaction to that and to see our city that... We were, we were just talking yesterday, as so many of us have been thinking the last six months in particular, the the pride and in, in the, the heater that this city has been on and on a global scale. And, and, and what that means to all of us that grew up here in Kansas City. And it's not just sports, but a lot of it has been because of sports and the Chiefs putting this city on the map with multiple championships. Obviously, what, what happened last year with the NFL draft and the new airport and the crazy current stadium, all, all these different things and, and why this city is headed in, in, in a great direction. But to have something like that happen, um, you know, just is so, so frustrating and sickening. And there's a long-term impact that we're all going to have because of this. So I'll, I'll mention the numbers just because I think it's important. And the city put out this information. 988, it's a 24-7 text call and chat, suicide and, and crisis lifeline. There's also youth violence prevention support lines out there and, and something called Chat, which is 24-7 text call and chat. And you can dial that up at 816-799-1720 as well. And I think all those resources are important to, for people to recognize here in the city. It's unfortunate. Kansas City obviously is a tremendous city. I stand by the things that we had talked about on this air and 
where the direction of the city has gone over the last decade and how great it is, obviously, the Kansas Cityans are particularly good at uh, coming together and supporting each other in what is an incredibly difficult time for the city. I'm never going to look at another championship parade for any team the same ever again. Ever. I'm going to see that sea of people, no matter what city it's in, and assume or hope that nothing bad is going to happen. I, I hope I hope everything's okay. Because when you do it that way and when you start looking at the events of the past, then you immediately are going to jump to this. And this will be something that people remember about Kansas City for a very long time rather than all of the good things that we had continued to talk about. And yeah, Kansas City itself has had a particularly bad run, and that's something that we've probably, Absolutely. as a city, not done nearly as good of a job about. Uh, homicide rates and violent crime and the issues they've had over the last few years, now only highlighted further. Hell, I worked at KCPT 10 years ago and worked on a gun violence segment for Nick Haynes and KCBT a decade ago in which a different mayor and a different grouping of people were all talking about how they were going to solve that problem in Kansas City. It hadn't gotten better. So, I mean, in a decade, we're in the same situation we were before, and now this just highlights that problem again. And it's frustrating that we have to keep wondering whether or not these problems are going to be solved. Like, and this is just like, obviously, this is the means to the end. This is like the thing that highlights it the worst in the worst possible way. But yeah, it's just terrifying to think that we continue to have these problems. Yeah, coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll hear from the Kansas City Police Department. They're going to hold another press conference, uh, perhaps some new details or at least uh, continued information on, on yesterday's events down at Union Station. And yeah, I think there's, um, I, I've seen it a lot already from the text line. And at some point we'll take some calls on it too, Cody, but just the, the balance of, I mean, you can speak to it on a different way than I can having children. And you mentioned the dynamic of talking about whether or not you feel it's safe to take kids to certain events and things like that. I think that's probably a conversation that multiple people listening have had whether between their spouse or maybe even with their kids directly. I don't know about events like you can't live in fear, right? We've, we've talked about this too. Like you, you can't live in fear at, at the same time. You have to be cognizant though, of the fact that truly it can happen anywhere. And we're going to find out more details as time goes on about exactly the suspects and what happened. We know there's plenty of speculation out there on, you know, what actually was occurring. Was it a dispute? And just there's no, not enough no, information. No, yet yeah, to tell no, you. no regard for, for human life around them. That's what it appears to be like versus perhaps some of the other situations that have happened across this country. Who, who knows? We're going to get more details in the days and weeks probably uh, ahead. Um, but it's, it, you know, to have out of the what 800,000 million people that were there, we know, the the hundreds of thousands of children that were there as well and uh to happen at, a, at, at an event like this you, you you question the uh future of these and i think it's a fair one i've done a couple radio interviews uh in other cities today and last night and i'm sure as you have as well and one of the questions everybody has asked is like hey do you think that you can have parades set up the same way i i don't have the answer to that i think it's something we can all talk out together though because uh, we, we all know that it's not possible uh, necessarily with law enforcement, et cetera, to, to prevent. I mean, clearly, they had, guys, they were prepared. They had 800 law enforcement. This is not like the city wasn't ready for it. They had 800 law enforcement officers. They had snipers on the building. We've seen this You'll in other parades as well. never more security than yeah, it, I mean, yeah, they, it, 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 and, and The law enforcement reacted within seconds. I mean, they, they, they ran in towards harm's way within seconds to try to stop this. And you still had 22 individuals that suffered gunshot wounds and at least one person that has lost their lives, their life because of this. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what the solution. Can you have a parade in that setting in the future? I'm not trying to again, as I said, I'm not trying to, to, to make people fearful. I'm truly just trying to talk this out. And what what does it look like? I'll, I'll tell you this. We we know when we go to an airport and we go through TSA. We, we take our shoes off unless you're on pre-check, but you take your shoes off. Why? Because at one point in time. Somebody tried to put a bomb in their shoe, right? That's that's why it exists. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like anything. The 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 to make you take your shoes off because something happened with shoes, right? I mean, sure. even on an airplane, like the the cockpit door, the way it's sealed down, and all that. That was not always that way. That changed after nine eleven. Unfortunately, it takes horrific incidents. Is this an incident that causes parades to be different? I I hope not. 
right? Because it's supposed to be a joyful day yeah. in our city, and it obviously ended up not being that, and we, we've seen other parades all across this country. And look, I'll be honest, based on what the Chiefs are, guys, we're probably going to have some other parades or at least championship celebrations over the next decade because the Chiefs are the best team in football. But looking forward, is it something that has to be at Arrowhead where you're actually going through metal detectors like you do for a regular game? Is it something that's going to only hold 70,000 people? I, I don't know. I hope not. But I don't know what, from a security measure standpoint, without going way too deep in this conversation, and we're not going to go there today, but what, what can actually happen at an event like that to, to prevent this? My guess is that they'll add security measures. I mean, again, this is one of the most highly secured areas ever. There are players more exposed to fans than ever, right? I mean, Patrick Mahomes just, like, walks up and down Grand or any of the other guys that are available to just cruise along and be available to, you know, Tommy Townsend can take a beer from a fan, chug it. That's one of the great, with his great days, parts right? of these parades. Of course that it is. That's what people like about it. But, no, I assume that there will be more safety measures in place that your access to these players will be more limited going forward. And that in the extreme circumstance, they might do what you said there, which is put it in one location where they can control every variable and they can, you know, choose how to proceed with uh, how to keep people out. And that would be like, I'm sorry, only 70,000 people get to see the championship parade and you register for a lottery, for a ticket, for a chance to go down on the field and hear these people talk and it all works a little bit different. But I mean, the idea that like, maybe we should just like, I hate the idea that we have to take away the fun thing because other people can't handle the not the, the thing that they should be able to take care of in their own lives. The things that we should be able to control for through a variety of means feels like I should be worried about that part of it and not let's take away the fun thing. What if we made that thing more simple? That doesn't make any sense. I wouldn't, I don't want it to come to that. Would I be surprised if going into Union Station like the NFL draft, you had to enter through security gates in order to even be present in that area? No, I got to be honest. That wouldn't shock me because they did it for the draft. That they wasn't did. even that long ago that you had to walk through or I had to walk through a security gate just to get down to that area. At the very least, I assume maybe that would go down. But this is a lot of people, a million people is a lot of people to try to get through security measures in order to get where they're going. I don't know how they could fundamentally do it without just changing the way championship parades have been, what, forever? I mean, this is how they, this is how they are in every city, by yeah. the way. This isn't just Kansas right. City. I don't know how you change it without completely fundamentally changing the system. That would be a, be a terrible thing to take away because of these, would. these awful people who decided to do this I, at a parade again i'm not advocating for them to to not do it i'm no, just, just like I, I'm, how just, will I'm just yeah. putting the question out there i've been asked that question by numerous people and as i've said like today we're just talking everything out i'm not claiming to have all the answers cody's not claiming to have all the answers and we'll open up the phone lines at some point uh today probably after that press conference i, I see some of you calling in and i appreciate it 913-586-7610 it's gonna be a little bit though it's probably gonna be after 10 30 because we're gonna have a press conference to air on the show and then we'll, we'll go from there but yeah i just I, I don't know if you'll be able to do something in the same fashion that we've seen. What what adjustments uh, and people a lot smarter than me can can figure that out as time goes on. I certainly have ideas, but but I, I you know the the thought of the exact same scenario security setup where again they 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 were so prepared and it's and it still didn't matter. That that's like you you act like how are you feeling today? That's what is so sickening and and. And frustrating about, as you said, and maddening is not only are we talking about children that were were shot, guys, at this event, and one person at least lost their life, but the fact that, by all accounts, the police department and, and law enforcement did an incredible job yesterday, incredible job, and and it didn't matter in this circumstance. It just didn't matter. No, um, <laughs> it's too many. It's it's a lot of people, man. Um, and that's, I mean, that's certainly part of it. But yeah, it's frust- It's it's very frustrating. I, I understand. And again, I this is why we do want to take your calls later. We'd like your accounts of what you saw, how it was from your end. Again, Gold and I were at twentieth and Grand, so we're you know we're several blocks away from the incident. I had packed up and left quickly because I was going to go pick up my kids from school. So I had just gotten out of a the place we were at Gold. They got locked down. Minutes, maybe, after I left, where you guys were shut inside and told to shelter in place, at least during that stage, yeah. 
I was walking to the car, and the first I had heard, so all the, the, the police the police cars had come, like, burning down the street. And my initial thought, you and I had seen a couple while we were wrapping up. My initial thought was, oh, you know what? It's blocked off, so maybe they kind of zoomed down the street to go help on the other end, right? Everyone's down at Union Station now. Some of the police officers have to go, like, you know, maybe they're helping with police escort or whatever. I just thought maybe a few people had to go down. Then, when I was walking to the car, a lot of police cars, maybe 30 or 40, we're all screaming down the street together. And I was like, boy, that's weird. Took a video. Continue walking to the car. And the first text I got was from a friend of mine who was down at Union Station who had said, hey, there's a shooting. Do you know what's going on? And they were asking me because they were trying to find out more information about how scared they should be. Like, how worried should I be about what it is that they're telling us is taking place? I don't have any of the answers because I didn't even realize it was happening yet. You know, your phone's in your pocket, you're walking to your car, you haven't heard anything gold. Nobody's told me because I had left the hotel in time. And now all of a sudden, you're frantically searching for what exactly is occurring down there and who might be down there that you know. It's a terrible feeling. And your your situation, we were minutes apart probably. Yeah, the only, reason, the why you, the only reason why you and I didn't leave at the same time, frankly, is we were packing up. I mean, just because at that point you're celebrating. There are people hanging out in the hotel. They had some food and stuff. And so... This was going to sit in there before I, I walked eventually to go get an Uber. And at that point in time, the the bar area at Hotel Indigo, everybody started to gather around the television because at that point, the TV crews had started to honestly, you know, figure out what was going on to a certain extent that there was at that point an active shooter situation. And so it was dead quiet in the in the hotel bar and everybody's surrounding these these TVs. And at that point, there was already a, a police officer that was near Hotel Indigo sure. the whole day anyway. He came in the hotel. They actually closed the blinds at, at Hotel Indigo. I don't know if they actually truly locked the doors or not. I'm guessing they did, but we were told to stay inside for a short period of time. It was maybe 10 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. At that point, then they realized the situation was contained at Union Station. We're, what, it's like an eight or 10 minute walk from, from 20th and Grand, roughly. Yeah. And so then after that, there were so many people that were walking north on grand that I, I don't believe had any clue that something had taken place yet you know so people hadn't had a chance to check their phones or certainly hadn't checked check television yet or, or turned on the radio and uh listened to, to carrington or our, our sister station KNBZ at the time that's so that that's how that's how we that we saw it and, and i appreciate again anybody that that did reach out to us both that live here in town and even some of our former co-workers that aren't even in town anymore henry lake texted me uh, as I know he did others at this station as well, who now works up in Minneapolis. And so, so many people, people and colleagues in, in Denver and other markets reached out um, because it's something that unfortunately, as you said, like, unfortunately, this is something a lot of people can can relate to. Um, you know, the Denver Nuggets had a, uh, a shooting after their championship. Now, it wasn't their parade. It was that night of the championship. Um, there, there's been ish, situations like this everywhere. And I think it's fair like we, to point out, too, it's not this, this is getting highlighted because it occurred at a parade, right? It occurred at an event in a day in which we were the city was celebrating. Correct. But unfortunately, and then players got, are nearby and coaches but, are nearby and millions of people were nearby. Yeah. But this type of violence occurs on a daily basis in cities around the country. And frankly, I know we, we love Kansas City, but it is reality in Kansas City as well. This happens on a daily basis in Kansas City. Yeah, the homicide rates are really high in the city, unfortunately, and in most major cities. This is not an uncommon occurrence, but it, yeah, it's it's not hard for it to be highlighted on international news when it takes place at a championship parade. Again, the day up until that moment, gold was perfect. The weather was perfect. Everyone was celebrating. Everyone was having a great time. It seemingly was an innocuous day in which everybody was just enjoying the best time of their lives, celebrating like, oh, the dynasty, you know, all the stuff that you would expect out of a championship parade for a team that had won three Super Bowls in five years, only to be marred by this incident. It will be impossible. Chiefs can win the Super Bowl next year, and you and I could be in the exact same location. It will be impossible not to talk about and think about what took place yesterday as a result of that, probably for every championship like this going forward, especially if they continue to do them this way. Yeah, I mean, along with the great moments of the game, when I, when I bring up Super Bowl 58 uh, to anybody, and anybody thinks about Super Bowl 58, Five years from now, twenty years from now, whatever the rest of your life, like unfortunately, this will be one aspect of it, and it, it's reality of what occurred. It's also reality of what is occurring 
in, in Kansas City and cities across the country. All right, coming up next, we are expecting another media availability from the Kansas City Police Department. We will carry that live right here on 6. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 10 sports radio back here cody and gold on a thursday alex gold cody tap we got q producing the show today drew will be back with us uh, tomorrow we are awaiting the start of another press conference media availability from the kansas city police department as soon as that begins uh, we will go out to downtown KC for that, perhaps an update on uh, this shooting from a, a suspect standpoint, if not uh, on, on the end of the, uh, the the victims as well. We will see. We're not sure exactly what information we're going to get, but we will carry that live here on 610 Sports Radio. While we're awaiting the start of that press conference here, uh, the day after the tragedy around Union Station with 22 victims, uh, there were some stories that came out of heroes and those Chiefs players as well that were still in Union Station or still just left the stage or leaving the stage. I mean, this thing happened so quickly after they had wrapped up the, the rally at Union Station. Trey Smith, Chiefs offensive lineman, was on Good Morning America today. And there were some reports about uh, Chiefs players comforting kids that were terrified and scared for their lives. And listen to what Trey Smith had to say this morning at Good Morning America. He gave the story of what he did in that moment. Just remember the security guard just ushering us through the doors quickly, just saying, you know, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. It's okay, this is not a joke. This is a life or death situation. Smith forced to run for his life, finding shelter in a closet, guiding as many people as he could to safety. Right before I, I run in there, there's like a little kid in front of me, so I just grab him, just yank him, and just tell him, you're hopping in here with me, buddy. So... I don't know how many people there were in the closet, maybe 20 plus. Um, one of my teammates, my long snapper, uh, James Winchester, was very instrumental in helping keep people calm. We end up getting the green light to be able to get out of there. Uh, we end up walking um, to the buses. The Chiefs team buses is soon filled with frightened bystanders trying to escape the madness outside. This little boy uh, was with his father. Oh, he's just a little hysterical. He's just panicked. You know, he's scared. He doesn't know what's going on. And... You know, I had the WWE belt um, on me the entire parade. And, you know, I was thinking, yeah, man, what can I do to help him out? I just handed him the belt. Hey, buddy, you're the champion. No one's going to hurt you. No one's going to hurt you, man. 
Um, we got your back. We just started talking about wrestling. You know, who's your favorite wrestler? What was your favorite wrestling match? And just little things like that, just to take his mind off. Like he was looking out the window and he was seeing people, you know, just reacting the way they're trying to get out of that situation. So I'm like, here you go, buddy. This is yours. You know, man, like, so again, no one's going to hurt you when you're here with us. Thank you for protecting, buddy. You're going to be a-okay. You're going to be all right. Smith is still in shock that a day of joy could turn so violent. I'm pretty angry because um, of senseless violence. You know, someone lost their life today. Um, you have children that are injured. You have children that are traumatized. I'm hurting for, one, the families and the people who got impacted, the city of Kansas City. So that was Good Morning America. Trey Smith on Good Morning America today giving his account of what happened and to hear multiple Chiefs players step up in that moment. And, and we, we sometimes forget, like, they're they're superstar athletes and all that, but we are all Kansas Citians. We're all humans. We all uh, react and, and, and try to hopefully comfort those in, in these horrific circumstances that none of us could, could ever really fathom until you're in that, that moment. And to hear that Andy Reid uh, comforted a teenager who was looking for his friends who was terrified and and his fatherly or grandfatherly instincts, I, I guess, take over that as age, well. Probably grandfather. Yeah, gra- yeah, grandfather instincts take over. But um, that was, I mean, that was pretty incredible to hear Trey Smith uh, talk about uh, how he basically just grabbed this this kid. He's like, no, you're coming with me. I'm protecting you. I mean, my my goodness. I mean, that's the right kind of guy to have protect you, Trey Smith. There's no <laughs> doubt. But no, it's those were the you know like obviously there's always. Um, rewarding stories to come out of times of tragedy. Trey Smith and Andy Reid and him talking about James Winchester, Trey Smith, and others are certainly a huge part of that. We'll get back to this, but let's head uh, downtown and hear from the Kansas City Police Department. We're here to give an update on both the investigation, victim information to the extent we have available now, and the ongoing work being done in Kansas City in response to yesterday's shooting incident. Our condolences continue to go out to all those who have been impacted, including the decedent. You will have more information on that in our conversation that comes up shortly. A few things to note, and the chief will cover a bit later. If you have questions about property or other information relating to belongings that were left at Union Station, please call the city's 311 information line. Please do not call the police department's line in connection with that information. The other thing that we wanted to note were mental health resources for anyone who feels concerns from yesterday's events. Please call 988, and that's how we can connect you with services. We also will be making victim advocacy services available following this crisis. With that, we'll come back for questions after the police chief and the fire chief speak. With that, I'll turn it over to Police Chief Stacy Graves. Police Chief Stacy Graves. As you know, yesterday we experienced a tragic event during a time that was meant for celebration. The law enforcement response was exemplary. Those in attendance also responded. They helped one another and even physically stopped a person who was believed to be involved in the incident. I want to thank the people who acted bravely yesterday alongside law enforcement to include the Kansas City Fire Department. Your selfless act did not go unnoticed. Thank you, Kansas City. I'm angered by what occurred in our city yesterday, but I'm also thankful for the response. Members of the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, the Kansas City Fire Department, city officials, federal partners, and many others have worked around the clock investigating this incident. All of their hard work and dedication has allowed me the opportunity to provide you this update today. I want to thank the Attorney General, the Governor, the Mayor, and numerous other elected officials, as well as numerous chiefs of police for reaching out to me directly, offering support, assistance, to include federal resources to assist in this investigation. First and foremost, I want to stress that preliminary investigative findings have shown there was no nexus to terrorism or homegrown violent extremism. This appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. During the overnight hours, we learned there are 23 victims of yesterday's shooting. One of our victims, Elizabeth Galvin, 43 years old, died. We are still learning about her, but know that she is beloved by many. To her friends and family, 
are with you. And we are working tirelessly to investigate her murder. The 22 victims age range between 8 years old and 47 years old. At least half of our victims are under the age of 16. As mentioned yesterday, we have subjects detained, two of which are juveniles. We are working to determine the involvement of others. And it should be noted we have recovered several firearms. This incident is still a very active investigation. We ask anyone in the vicinity of the shooting that directly witnessed the shooting incident, has any video of the shooting incident, or is a victim of the shooting who has not yet reported to police, please call this dedicated line, 816-413-3477. I know there are many more questions that you all want answers to uh, that I may not have answered just yet. It's critical that we protect the integrity of this case so that we can bring justice to the victims, their families, and everyone else involved. It should also be noted we are also working closely with our Jackson County Prosecutor's Office. Uh, we're going to pass this on to uh, Chief Grundison from the Fire Department. Good morning. I'm Fire Chief Ross Grundison. Uh, yesterday, Kansas City units, along with our mutual aid partners, uh, treated a total of 22 victims of the shooting incident. Um, we had one fatality that was on scene, eight critical, seven serious, and six patients with minor injuries. All the critical patients were transported off the scene uh, within 10 minutes of our point of contact with them. We transported to Children's Mercy, University Health, and St. Luke's on the Plaza. KCFD had a plan in place, and we were ready to respond to an incident like this. At the time of the shooting, we had approximately eight personnel from KCFD and KC Medical who were assisting us in the immediate area. Some of those members were within 40 feet of where the shooting took place. These members did not run for cover but stayed on scene to treat and triage the injured while additional KCFD units ran to their assistance. I am very grateful uh, and proud of the service of these crews that worked this terrible incident. They gave their all yesterday, like they do every day in this city, and again, put their, the public's lives above their own, and we are grateful for that. I also wanna say thanks to all the mutual aid uh, partners that we worked with on this incident. Um, very grateful for their assistance. Thank you. Questions. Chief, uh, Chief, I wanted to ask you uh, about a comment you made yesterday uh, because you said this is not Kansas City. And you just mentioned that this was an argument apparently that escalated. We had a similar situation just happened right around the corner at Crown Center less than a month ago. Last year we set a record for homicides in this community with 182. So isn't gun violence in fact very much a part of what we face here in Kansas City routinely? We do face gun violence here in Kansas City. But my note of this is not Kansas City is in we had likely one million people down in and around this, this celebration. To, to have the, the ability to have that many people in, in our downtown area with a, I'm not, I don't want to minimize this event, but you have, that's Kansas City. That, that is a million people that are um, able to come together for a celebration. Again, you have just a handful, or I, I'm not, I don't have a specific number of, of actors in this that, that perpetrated the violence that, that played out. Do you have arrests? Because I, my understanding, you can only hold these folks for so long before Correct. you have to charge them. Have you charged them yet? Uh, we have not charged them yet. This is still in, under investigation. We do have 24 hours until we, we have to either file charges or release them. That'll and again, again, we are working closely with the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office to present the most successful case for prosecution. Is there, is there issues with, with linking them to the actual shooting? Um, do you have enough evidence at this point to make the arrest? So, so some of those questions, I'm not able to give a direct answer just because I want to protect the integrity of this investigation. My focus right now and, and what is most important to, to us is to make sure that everything in this case is presented for successful prosecution. I so some of those that. questions, 
Um, I'm, it, I'm it hesitant to. So I think the answer so, is she's not. Wait, hold on a second, Mr. May. If we seem, it seems like we are so many hours from the shooting at this point. You're not announcing an arrest. I just don't understand. Uh, we we have subjects that are detained, like I said earlier. That is under investigation. We have detectives that have worked overnight and through the night that are still upstairs right now working with our Jackson County Prosecutor's Office for for uh, the furtherance of this investigation. Chief, I have enough that, that, that we, we uh, have um, all intentions of presenting charges. I understand. The other thing I wanted to ask you about um, the individuals, were they part of a gang? Was this some kind of gang crew uh, situation? Uh, you know, the, the relationship between the uh, subjects involved Wait, that's still under investigation. Can you tell me? You're good. Go ahead. Go ahead to the lady. Please. You're good. Go. Were the three suspects or the three people you currently have in custody, were they known to Kansas City Police prior to this or any federal law enforcement or other law enforcement? That is also under investigation. Chief, can you elaborate? locations where these, there was more than one location where the shootings took place, correct? Can you tell us that? Initial reports were that there was more than one location. It really is. That's not the case. It was mostly on the west side of Union Station. I had another you, question. You, you made it sound like you're not sure at this point how many people may have been involved. Does that mean there are potentially more shooters out in the open right now? What what that is, if I could clarify that, is that we are not uh, closing the door and giving direct numbers on this. This is still an active investigation. We are, all, are still uh, asking the public that if anyone noticed that, if anyone witnessed the shooting directly, to still contact police. We want to make sure that anyone that was responsible for yesterday is brought to justice. Chief, can you elaborate? Could you tell us again the name of the victim? Elizabeth uh, Galvin. And how old is she? She's 43. 43 years old. Okay. And and and, and where and what is what exact time did, did the shooting was? When was that reported? And where exactly did it? Happen? It was approximately, I believe, maybe 1:50 p.m. Uh, I'm not completely sure on exactly when the shots were fired, but it was at the conclusion of the celebration rally. Yes, sir. Chief, can you elaborate at all on the firearms that were recovered on the scene? Uh, right now, I, I am not going to elaborate on that Chief, just the yet. There, there were several firearms that were recovered. Mr. Is the Mayor, ATF would Monster have been able to legally hold on to Just those a second. Weapons? What was your question? Is the ATF helping you? Uh, we have our, we have engaged our, our federal partners. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri Police Department has a great relationship with our federal partners. We have historically, and um, they have offered all of their assistance to whatever we need in this. Would minors have been able to legally possess these weapons if they were, you know, if they were legally obtained somehow? Would a minor be able to have that weapon in public? Minors should not be in would possession of weapons. Was one of the weapons? Sir, this morning I was watching. I was watching local news. You were talking about a high-powered weapon. And Yep. Juveniles, yep. People shouldn't have. Is that something that was was a high-powered weapon used in this incident? I think the chief explained right now. There's still an investigation as to the firearms. Firearms have been retrieved, and then we'll learn more about it. To the extent that I was speaking towards it, it was from uh, listening to uh, sounds of gunfire, both in person like and uh, certainly in connection with what I have since seen in video as well. But we'll have all that information uh, as soon as possible. That's being investigated Chief, with the if, firearms. If there was a, a Chief, long gun, one second. Go ahead. I know you haven't uh, said so, but you know there have been some pictures shown of like an uh, AR or something to that effect. If there's a long weapon, wouldn't that be something that you have hundreds of police officers there? Wouldn't that be something they would potentially be able to spot before it's even used? I think our police officers did an outstanding job yesterday. I'm not here to second guess any part of that work. I know that we will review this situation like we do any other incident to make sure that we can keep the people of Kansas City safe at future times. Yes. Last a question one, no. about Last the uh, victims that were hospitalized. Do we have an update on how many were discharged, specifically the nine gunshot wound victims that were children? Yeah. I don't know. We don't. We don't have. We don't have the the updates on the conditions of the children that were. Hospitalized. Chief, were there additional shootings that happened near or around the uh, the uh, rally? I didn't hear you. Were, were there any additional shootings that took place before or, or around the uh, rally point? Uh, yesterday, it was mentioned that there was a shooting in and around Twenty uh, Seventh and Gillum, that area. Uh, we were also asked if that had anything to do with this shooting. Right now, we don't have any information that those are are related. But that's under investigation. Was there a consideration of having metal detectors? 
Understood. Chief Mayor, would you, would you do another parade next year if the Chiefs win? I'll, I'll, I'll just do the would parade you, point, and then what we do. Would you do that again if, if the Chiefs win? Would you hold another parade? Because I've talked to people that said they wouldn't come Here's back. Here's the thing. We have a plan for a St. Patrick's Day parade in Kansas City. We have parades all the time. I don't think they'll end. Certainly, we recognize the public safety challenges at issue that relate to them. This is why we have detectives right now who are doing important work to make sure that people who committed these offenses are brought to justice. We will learn about the types of firearms that are used, and we'll do everything that we can, both as a city and working with our state and federal partners, to see that we can help avoid these types of situations. Unfortunately, this is not the first shooting at a parade in our country or a rally. That is certainly a tragic uh, incident for us because we don't have experience with them. You asked the chief at the outset, is this Kansas City? Well, we've had parades like this before. We had one last year without this type of incident. We had a Kansas City Royals victory parade where we had almost no arrests in 2015. So I don't think in any way that this is Kansas City. I do think that there is a gun violence challenge in this community and many others, and there certainly is a gun violence challenge as it relates to major events. That, however, does not mean that Kansas City will stop having major events. We will do all we can to make sure people are safe. And that's why I think you're seeing so many people at KCPD and the Kansas City Fire Department doing work to address that. Thank you all so much. All right, that was Mayor Quentin Lucas along with Stacey Graves, the police chief of Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, and the uh, chief of the Kansas City Fire Department, Ross Grunderson, there with an update. Let's start with just the update on, on the victims, and we can go from there just to recap a little bit. Uh, the police chief said that the dispute appeared to be a dispute, the shooting between several parties that ended in, in gunfire with now 23 victims. It was 22. That's an updated number. 23 total being injured in the process. The victims aged between 8 and 47. Half of the victims under the age of 17. Three suspects. None have been charged yet, although they said they expect to do that. They have 24 hours to do that. And two of the three were juveniles. Um, that's the latest information that we received um, and confirmation on, unfortunately, the, the one victim that is deceased. Yeah, the DJ over at KKFI. Obviously, you've seen those reports. There were some conflicting reports there for a while between one or two victims. The police department still obviously just saying one. The 24 hours starts the second that they obviously booked them so they've probably got till a little bit later this afternoon to either make official charges or release the suspects they have in place it's important to note that they are still looking for anybody who may have witnessed what took place or was down there those numbers are up at the kc police uh, twitter account or you can find them at, at every local news source at least as it sits right now so it's important to note that at least they are still trying to take in any information they could possibly take in on this moment at the end there, Mayor Lucas got asked about the very thing we discussed to open this show, which is, does this mean the end of championship parades in Kansas City, or do they look different? He certainly doesn't seem to think so. You know, he had mentioned the fact that in a couple of weeks we'll have a St. Patrick's Day parade, that multiple parades take place in this city every year. But I would say that the, the difference in size between the St. Patrick's Day in a few weeks and what we just saw in a crowd for the Chiefs one is quite a bit different. I still think that there could be some change to how that looks going forward, but I'm not surprised somebody's asking that question, Gold. You and I asked that question of ourselves. Well, it's just it's something that uh, is worth the conversation. Um, nobody wants to, nobody's saying to get rid of parades. Nobody, nobody's saying do that, but what can you operate in the same way going forward? And the mayor was quick to point out that in 2015, and in 2022 and in 2020, they had parades yeah. uh, with obviously no incidents. keep people from wanting to go. Well, there, I mean, look, I, we, we, we've seen some texts, and we'll open up the phone line in the 11 o'clock hour, 913-586-7610. We are going to have Damon Hughes join us here in about nine minutes or so. He, of course, was there, part of the parade, part of the Chiefs Radio Network, a former chief. He, he was there. I uh, want to get his perspective from being on the scene around Union Station. Uh, and, and we're all Kansas Cityans. We all reacted to this in in you know, it handled in, in different ways, but we all have emotional reaction uh, to what occurred in our city uh, yesterday. But I, I think the conversation around what adjustments can be made going forward in parades and, and what can you do to make it safer is obviously something that people are going to have for the over the next months and, and, and years ahead. And there's a very good chance that they could have a parade next year. I mean, that's this, we, we talk on the sports side of it. I mean, this is a team that's likely to win some more championships over the next decade. Um, and every expectation and, and sign that that's going to happen. So they've got to figure out something. Um, but it, it sure sounds like from the police chief there that this was in the case of one person deciding to go in and, and, and shoot a bunch of people. This was a dispute, they believe, between multiple parties. 
that had guns on them at a parade in a backpack and, and decided, decided to, to yeah, that dispute, dispute to a ridiculous level with no uh, care for anybody around whatsoever. And that's why they were asked once again about uh, the gun violence in the city because there is on a daily basis. Um, heck, she, the police chief was asked about a shooting that had occurred unrelated, but a shooting that had occurred earlier in the day yesterday. This stuff is happening on a daily basis. Kansas City has had record numbers for their city for homicide-related deaths um, over the last few years. So, yeah, it has unfortunately become part of the fabric of the city and part of the story for how do we get better about that as a city. I know that it's supposed to make me feel like they ask those questions because you're like, well, if it's a terrorist incident, it's this person who is just like, hell-bent on destroying the great time of others. But it doesn't make me feel better that they just chose to take their dispute public. It it still, it hurts just the same knowing that they decided to bring these guns down there and have this dispute out in public in front of hundreds of thousands of people and ruin the lives of so many or affect the lives of so many and then change the way we have to look at these going forward. It's incredibly frustrating that that's the case. If we get more information on uh, the charges which could very easily come early this afternoon or later this evening for the official announcement. We'll certainly bring you that the same as we brought you that press conference. But yeah, I mean, I, I know that like in a way it's like, Oh, well he, it's this versus it's just a dispute. Not God. It's still, it, you know, it doesn't make me feel better about well, there's the still 23 victims yeah. and one person lost their life. Yeah. But let's hope that that number stops. I guess, you know, it's gone up each of the times since they started giving the numbers. I think the initial number was nine. Up to 22. As of last night, it was 22, yeah. And then this morning, the update we just got was 23, again, age 8 to 47, with one individual uh, deceased. Coming up next, though, we will continue, of course, throughout the show discussing the, the events of yesterday and moving forward and healing a little bit together as the city will open up the phone lines. We'll also be joined by Danny Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. He was at the parade as well, like so many here in Kansas City. We'll get his reaction to the events next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.